0: Now, your chance to win $1,000 with the ESPN 690 Payroll Payout. Text the word SHARE to the number 70123 before 15 past the hour. That's S-H-A-R-E. Your next chance to win is coming again tomorrow at 8 a.m. This is a nationwide contest. Message and data rates apply. Get the complete rules now at ESPN690.com broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and jar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I would have to take Khalil little match just because how well-rounded he is as a football player. Like the guy, pass rushes just as good as he stops the run at an edge and vice versa. People fear him. Uh, he's fast. He's powerful. He, he's felt in every single game he plays in. And um, I mean, that's what I strive to do. And I think that when I look in the league and I find you know, similar body types. I, I land on him because he's a little heavier, but he can still move. Lateral quickness is great. Athletic, fearful, and he plays the run just as good as he uh, plays the pass. So, I mean, if I had to think of one of these that.
1: I don't know who that was. He really trailed out, though. Finish off your sentence. <laughs> <laughs> who was that, Casey?
2: Jermaine Johnson.
1: Oh, that was Jermaine Johnson. It was. Who's he, he talking
2: there? about? Himself.
1: That was, oh, is like a, you almost talked about him in like the third person? Yeah, yeah they he, said compare he,
2: yourself to somebody in the league. He said Cleo Mack.
1: Oh, oh, okay, okay. So that was where his, uh, I get it.
3: Official station of the Florida State Seminoles and uh, Brent Martineau talking some smack to Jermaine Johnson. I'm just going to do
1: it. I don't care.
3: I'm joking
2: okay. Yeah, hey, yeah. I don't blame him because like where was our call to get Jermaine Johnson on, you know? Oh, good call. You know, you yeah, gave, it's, it's them, you gave them to point. national and not uh, regional, so, you know.
3: There we go. Yeah.
2: They're lucky I even played the sound. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we don't hold grudges here. Hey, Jer- Jermaine Johnson, um, what a story, really. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about it, Brent Noah Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz, back here at the boys' House of Cards, going to open up some basketball cards in the next hour. I like it. Yeah, we're going to open up some. We didn't do it last week. We were so jam-packed last week. Yeah, i yeah, yeah. we're not this week, but we're making time for card opening, baby. And uh, so we'll do that. We continue every – I cannot describe this to you enough. Every time we come here, we talk to Mark Davoli and, and the folks that work here yep. about the business. And we're just, like, so wrapped up in the card business stories. Yeah. We're like, we don't believe it. Like, if somebody told you some of this stuff, you wouldn't believe it. No, for sure. But, like, we but- see it every time we come here. Like, the amount of dollars cards are worth, the amount of people – buying cards how they buy the cards what they're buying what they're spending on i mean it is a it is as fascinating of an industry right now to me as as i can remember yeah like it is just flat out i mean we sit here and we hear stories from ours like and i don't even think they can believe it well no it's it's <laughs>
3: wild because like listen to some of the stories it's transcended just, you know, cards. It's transcended, like, sitting in the backyard and just, you know, trading with your friends. Like, it's to the point now where certain cards out there have caught the eye of, like, even celebrities. And, like, now it's their mission to try to get said card. So it's almost become a part of, like, pop culture now, which is, like, the ultimate, you know, in terms of um, where you want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we, we would t- he's story about Drake, how Drake's trying to search for this one yeah, card along with LeBron. a lot of people, yeah. the LeBron card. Um, Like, if you get him involved and, like, he's taking part in it, well, now all of a sudden it's like everyone's doing it, right? Because it's, like, it's it's pop culture. So it's very cool to see, like, you know, a pastime that we did, I mean, when we were kids, um, it's still bigger than ever. And if not, maybe even more mainstream, even more big because you do have, you know, obviously social media
1: and things right now to kind of spread the word a little bit. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring that up. You said... It's got this pop culture feel to it because of people like Drake involved and and probably countless others. Mm -hmm. But then it's got like this underbelly, underworld. Like, it's like, yeah, do you guys even know about this? You know, it has that feel to it. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people don't know. Like, this world has exploded. I think where our minds go to... Like you said, in the backyard or with your buddies or sleeves of cards. I mean, it has changed, and you got to come check it out. Uh, come, we're here just about every Wednesday, uh, three to six, and uh, just come down and hear the stories, like in commercial breaks. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Plus, it's a great place to hang out and uh, check out some of the uh, cards that are that are here at the Voley's House of Cards. And uh, so, so yeah, here's the big one. I've got my hands right now, actually. This is one that was open. I think I mentioned this earlier in the show. A one-on-one Jalen Hurts. Uh, actually, this wasn't the same. Oh, yeah, that is the same one because it's got that piece of the football there. Yeah, and also the jersey, and it's autographed, and it's one-on-one. So, word is on the street, this card that I got in my hand right now, that I'm about to put in my pocket, huh. is worth about 20 grand. There you go. That's it's insane. 20 wow. grand. 20 grand.
3: For Jalen Hurts! I know, man. But, hey. I mean, Jalen Hurts! Exclusive. It's an NFT, Brent. We've been over this, man. It's how this stuff works. I mean, this card's almost worth more than his salary. Do do you think you signed that card, too, or not? Yeah, it's an auto. Do you think you remember signing that card? I'm sure he does. (laughs) Well, no, I'm serious. Do you think they they go to Mr. Hurts? This is one of one. So, like, you know, make it good. (laughs) Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, like, when I was in autograph mode signing
1: everything, dude, I get so lazy. that's a fascinating question. You just asked. No, yeah. they
2: do because they just made a big deal about Trevor signing his one of one recently. So, so,
1: so okay, Casey, you can speak to this. Then you've been in this game in a kind of a different way for a while. So, do these guys understand the game?
2: No, well, like to that degree, no. But like, they do let them. They for the like for the big nine players because you've seen some one of ones that have been actually brutal and they've like been made fun of. But when it comes to like Trevor or like these big time guys, they're like, hey, this is. The card And like the Trevor card. Explain it The Trevor card for example Is like the piece Of the NFL shield It's the NFL shield Off his jersey Yeah yeah And then So they tell him like Hey this is the one of one And I mean Trevor's autograph Is actually really good Compared to a lot of them Out there But uh, for the most part The big name guys They do like Let them know what it is Now do they care Who knows But they let them know Like hey don't don't scribble on it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they've got to be ama- like my uh, my guess is even Trevor like he understands there's some crazy stuff out there. Yeah. But then when you go tell him like a card's worth ten grand, he's like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I, I'm sure he's probably shocked. And, you know? yeah, yeah. and by the way, I got some guys. If you had a card that was worth Uh, See, Mark's making sure he gets that back, so I don't put it. Oh, no, for sure, as he should. I would have given it to you in the first place. I had like a 120-second time limit on that. Yeah, I mean, I would have given it to you in the first place.
3: (laughs) And definitely don't (laughs) give it to me, man. I mean, I I don't know what could happen. I have a strong grip. I don't want to break the case or anything. uh,
1: If you had a card of yourself, right, and you're these guys, like Trevor Lawrence is making millions,
4: Mm -hmm.
1: and you had a card of yourself that's worth 20 grand,
4: Mm -hmm.
1: would you just buy it?
3: No, man. See, t- no, no, because I'm not that e- egotistical. I might, I might be. I, I mean, I understand you are, and, and that's cool. That, that's your prerogative. But you know how I feel about it. Even like when I got mad, I, I refused to play with. Like, I, I wasn't the Jaguars because well, number one, we weren't good on Madden, but number two, like it did nothing for me to, to to have you know me be in the video game and play with myself. It just wasn't wasn't conducive to me.
1: Casey, would you buy it?
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, me too.
3: Well, the, the thing is, there you guys
1: are some. Humble yourselves. No, it's ah, just I mean, like so it's a humbling. cool thing to have.
2: Like, there are players that like collect. Like, I don't know if you know this name, but Pat Neshek, who used to play for the Twins and Houston, he's like a two-time All-Star in baseball. Yeah, yeah. He's no, like no, a yeah. big-time collector. So, like, he, uh, his big-name cards, like he tries to get not like crazy, like out of his way to get, but if they pop up on eBay,
1: he buys them. That's cool. Yeah, I thought if, so. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, listen, I wouldn't buy it. Every card possible. Yeah. But I think there would be some. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, why don't LeBron buy all those packs of cards and just go get his three million dollar card that way? Do you think LeBron needs like <laughs> really any more? You that, know, like, that, that would fine. be kind of silly, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah You're all be. good. If, and by the way, if LeBron's buying it, then it probably would go down. No, nah, for sure. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you don't buy <laughs> up your own It Kind
3: of takes the fun out of it. Yeah. Really. Yeah.
1: It's crazy, man. We go. Look at that. 3-3 three three Luka. Now, that's a cool-looking card. See, some of them I can see. This is uh, called Flawless, by the way, Casey. 3-3 yeah. uh, three three Luka Auto. That's now, the is LeBron that a box. a bulletproof
3: case? Oh,
1: that's the LeBron box. That's a good-looking card. Oh, are
3: you, are you trying to challenge me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's trying to challenge me because it, I, it looks bulletproof. It's um, not. Yeah, you okay. can get it. Oh, I can crack it? I'm not going to try it by any means, but yeah, that's uh. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> hey, come on now. I know. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm good holding. It. Thank
1: you very yeah, much. Yeah, I, I do think like there are some cards you're like, hey, that's a pretty good looking card. Yeah. And then there's some that are just rare. And
3: yeah, I would just, say that's a that's a very aesthetically pleasing looking <laughs> card. Nice signature. Nice blue
1: Sharpie on there there's really accents uh, the card. Uh, by the way, like the name flawless, kind of. Yeah. It kind of flashes at you, too. A bit. I don't Rick, know how much else. class, be. and sophistication. <laughs> yes, very good. Like, I mean, uh, I, can, I, I can still smell it over here. Uh, <laughs> that's one way to do it, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, we're down in the House of Cards. This is what we do down here. I mean, we learn about, we, we really have, we are clueless. This whole thing started because we're clueless about this game. Mm-hmm. Casey's not. Casey knows all about it. Mm-hmm. He educates us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so we'll open uh, some cards coming up here in a little bit, see if we can hit on maybe a $20,000 card and keep it. I mean, that would be, I would hey, enjoy you, that. What do you collect these days? Did you ever get after the soccer stuff or what?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm heavy on the soccer. Um, that's pretty much all I really care about these days. Amanda likes <laughs> to open football. She doesn't like to open soccer because she doesn't know who they are. So I have to tell her, and then she's like artificially excited, which is not as fun <laughs> for her.
1: But uh, that's yeah, it's, called being a wife. Sometimes you right. Just kind of yeah, I have to do enthusiasm. it. You know.
3: So yeah.
2: soccer's where we're locked in at right now.
1: Sometimes we bring you cards back. Maybe I should bring Amanda some.
2: Uh, she would, she would love it. Uh, She loves to open football cards or baseball. Uh, she would actually do WWE. There's also Fortnite cards apparently. And Amanda loves Fortnite.
3: Yeah. So they just told us that, that they have Fortnite cards here. And I asked like, what are the big ones? And you know, it's
1: kind of hard to decide. So,
2: yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that either. Is
3: that a new thing in the card industry?
2: I think they're pretty new. I think.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, nothing new here in terms of talking uh, football at five. Debo Samuel, the big story. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, we talked about this a bunch at the beginning of the show. At The end of the day is Debo going to go anywhere? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go down this checklist. Sure. Does Debo go anywhere, or does he stay in San Fran?
3: I mean, I think he's st- this year. I think he stays in San Fran. Okay.
1: Uh, not on a long-term deal, though, potentially? Do you think- um, I think eventually, maybe even like during the season, they'll figure it out. Hey, by the way, uh, the story that came out, or at least more stories that have come out during our show even, have been that he doesn't want to do that running back stuff. Yeah. Like, he'd like to just play wide receiver. That's fair. Do you think that's interesting? Like, if you're no. an athlete, like why would he not want to Risk of injury. be both? Is it because of injury? Absolutely. Which, I mean, he's got got the ball in his hands a lot, though. Like, that's what a guy wants, right? Sure, but risk of injury.
3: Well, let me ask you this. What is the shelf life
1: of a running back in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, it can be be four to six, seven years. Yeah. And you got longer time as a receiver. Yep. But, I mean, when it's time to eat, it's time to eat. No, no, I hear you, but, like, longevity and health is is big with NFL players. I think that's a big reason why. Uh, All right. How about DK Metcalf? Staying in Seattle, or does he end up somewhere? I think he stays. Uh, By the way, I think Debo ends up staying. Okay. I do take it. I think DK would have moved already. Mm -hmm. You're basically, you've got, like, it's the next week to move. Yeah. After that. I mean, unless barring like a, a tr- I'm talking. Once we get in the season, Long. then I'll extend it into the trade deadline part. Sure, sure. If there's something going on, maybe I even always have that. You know me, I have that Labor Day time frame. Yeah, yeah, to the yep. season. oh yeah. You you love, love the you love the Labor Day time frame. And I'm usually right. Yep. Uh, and uh, I'm not uh, usually right, I was going to say, right are, are you now. okay? Okay. I've yeah. been right on that one. Okay. Like once. Once. Um, yeah. So, uh, how about these other guys? Did they get a deal done? AJ Brown.
3: Uh, do they get a deal done like by one Labor Day? <laughs> no.
1: Do no, so he... they get a deal done where they eventually stick around in Tennessee? Or are they gonna yeah, just become a snowball?
3: I think I think you, you definitely need AJ Brown, yes. I think they get
1: a deal done. Uh McLaurin. I think they get a deal done. Well, so you don't think so there might be no, a lot of drama I, I, I right now. but, there's but a lot nothing's of, moving.
3: Yeah, I think there's a lot of drama because they're they're all trying to parlay their you know, their
1: advantage to get more money. I think that's all it is right now. Casey, what do you, you feel like there'll be more movement because it's an in vogue thing that somebody was going to take I mean there's a lot of smoke that the Jets could make a move. You brought up Green Bay. I think the odds on favorite by the way to Land Debo is the Colts. Yeah. The Colts still could could they make a block I mean, listen, if you offer enough, teams are willing to do something. No, for I mean sure. it, it, there comes a time where it makes sense. Yeah. And there's and people been the so Jaguars to offer up with stuff. You know? There's so much more Casey, you believe there's you believe that stay or go for some of these guys.
2: Yeah, somebody's going. Um, I think DK stays because I think it would have already happened. And I also get the vibe that like it's just I don't think DK's moving. So I think Samuel's the one that will eventually move. I don't agree I don't think Terry's leaving either. And then I think AJ Brown, if the Titans let that happen, then that's just stupidity on their end. Uh, but they do have Robert Woods. You know the boy. But anyway, um, yeah, I think they're going to have to. I think Debo's the one that moves. And to your point, I hope it's not the Colts. But, like, if you're the Colts, just everything, make, all the picks. Sense. You know what I mean? Why would you not?
1: Yeah, like the Colts make a lot of sense. I, I mean, mean, you are going to go yeah. in with Matt Ryan here. How about this? I, I was thinking about this during the show, guys. What about, like, an A.J. Brown? Mm-hmm. You say, okay, see you later, and we're going to go get Debo. <laughs> like, could you upgrade? Oh. Like, one of these spots that has an yeah. unhappy guy, go get the other guy.
3: But who's a better receiver, A.J. Brown or Debo? I don't know. I'm
1: just saying, well, no, like, no, if I this guy's you. not happy, yeah. we're going to go get this guy. We think he's just as good or, or can be just as good, and he'll be a happier fit, and blah, blah, blah.
3: But, like, why isn't A.J. Brown happy?
1: Well, because apparently he doesn't have his money.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, if you pay him his money. Uh, let me ask you, you this. Know. dude.
1: you rather pay A.J. Brown or would you rather pay Debo Saban? <laughs> I think it's a horse apiece. Do you really? You have a lot of respect for A.J. Brown. Yeah, I mean, I, don't I, don't have I, as much. I think he's a good player. I do, too. I, yeah, I, but also he's I think probably just a Titan. That's why I don't like. Him. Yeah, but I think I also I don't
3: like. Him. No, I hear you. But I think also, like you know, he he started in Tennessee, so like th- that also means something. Yeah. So like even if if Samuel was a fraction better than AJ Brown, which he very well might be, I mean the fact that you drafted
1: him and you want to maintain your star players, I think it's also, uh, you know, a point as well. The crazy thing about Debo Samuel here and all this conversation, guys, is that. He made himself into this star, or not just him, but Shanahan in San Francisco, with his ability to do both. And I understand you say, hey, listen, he's still a very good receiver. Yeah, he is a very good receiver. But he became one of the most dynamic playmakers in the game because his ability to do both, to scare you from both spots. If he doesn't want to do that, is he really worth the dollar value, the trade compensation value, to do just one thing and make him happy? Absolutely, because if you're talking about Tennessee, you're
3: not going to have a running back.
1: Yeah, well, so, or even Indianapolis. Or Indianapolis,
3: yeah. So, I mean, I, I think definitely, like, as a wide receiver, I, I do think he is, I mean, I think top ten fair. I think top eight would, would be fair right now with Debo Samuel. So I think he's definitely worth it.
1: That's interesting. I, I don't know if I feel the same way. Like, if I want Debo Samuel here in Jacksonville, I'm saying I want the guy that I can move around and use in spots. That's where I think he's the most dangerous. If I want him in New York, I want him because of that. If I want but, Debo Samuel, yeah. am I willing to trade as much, do as much for Debo just the wide receiver? Uh sure. It doesn't. It's to me, it's not as sexy as as doing all the other stuff.
3: But like once again, like New York has Saquon, Jacksonville has Travis Etienne and, and James Robinson. So yeah. like, how, how much theoretically could you ask him to do in the backfield? Yeah, maybe not a lot. But yeah.
1: So maybe if you work something out, if you were one of those teams, I was thinking the Jets too, by the way. But if you oh, were one you. of those teams, like. Do you say, hey, man, we won't use you 20% of the time back there, but you still got to be a threat back there. That makes you even better at wide receiver? Or are you just going to be like, nope, your running days are over? I mean,
3: you know, I think it's kind of. He he wants to play wide receiver. He was drafted as a wide receiver. I, I don't think I'll just put him at wide receiver because I, I do think he's a top eight wide receiver. Do you really? I mean, who, who do you think? Is, like, who, do you think there's seven players or more players that are better than him?
1: All right, let's do it.
3: Uh, mean, oh. Oh, we got a competition. now. All right, Devontae, Cooper Cup. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. I'm not going to say AJ Because I think it's a horse piece.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. That's good. Uh,
3: Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar Chase.
1: Okay. Jamar Chase. You taking Jamar Chase or yeah. Debo?
3: Okay. Jamar Chase.
1: Jamar Chase. Yeah. How about Jamar DK Chase. Metcalf? Mm. No. I think it's. I think it's close. Okay. Yeah. How about McLaurin? Um. I'll
3: get. I think Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's. <laughs> that's six. <laughs> uh, Tyreek Hill Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill.
2: Stefan yeah. Diggs.
1: Mm. <laughs> he makes me think on the Diggs front.
3: <sighs> I mean, when he's on, he's on. I, I think it's comparable. I think Michael Thomas is comparable right now.
1: Mike Evans. Yeah, a healthy Michael Thomas. Mike Evans. Mike Evans? Mike Evans. Mike, Mike Evans, Evans. better than Debo Samuel. Yeah. As a receiver only. Okay.
2: That's eight, just so we're clear.
1: Yeah, and we've got a couple of fringe guys. Okay. And probably missing one. I mean, but I mean, listen. I'm not telling. I'm just because it's not top eight. I just, I think it's sure. a good thought. Can you roll off a couple? And then I think the Digs of the world, the the Metcasts of the world. I think they're maybe in the same arena. You can Depends Walmart. on who you want. You know. Yeah. Um, who's in Denver? Uh, I got Corwin Sutton, Judy. Sutlin, Judy. Sutlin, sorry. Um, am I missing one? Yeah. Uh, who's the other guy they signed? Uh, Hamler. KJ Hamler. Oh, Tim K.
2: Patrick. Hamlet.
1: And Patrick, that's Patrick's it. the guy. Actually, I was thinking of that they signed. Man, they do have a lot of receivers yeah. kind of there. Uh, So anyway, that this—I guess the moral of that story is how ba- like his what makes him better than other guys what makes you think about the other guys. Is his ability to be used out of the backfield, like that's what made him so dynamic. I'm not saying he's a bad receiver. But he, he makes the people that just all day today that have just blushed over Debo Samuel are thinking of the Debo Samuels that San Francisco made into a superstar over the last two months of last season. And does his value come down a little bit if you just put him at the receiver spot? I think it does. Yeah. Now nope. it doesn't make you bad. I just think his value comes down if that's all you're going to play him there.
3: And you know how I feel about it in terms of the Jaguars fans blushing over him. To me, it makes zero sense whatsoever. You know, not only from a revenue standpoint of how much money you're willing to spend at the wide receiver position, but also, like, I've seen so many people and so many mock drafts say, hey, if you get Tyrell Lindenbaum in the second round, you take him,
1: right? Would you agree with that? Or not? Uh, Would I take Lindenbaum?
3: Yeah, in in the second
1: round. I, I... I, I, I don't think I could hammer the pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what they're doing. It you, seems like good value center is going to be a position yeah, they need. That could be a 10-year guy. Yeah. And, he, and he beat Tristan Worfs in high school wrestling championships.
3: Exactly. So like, you definitely consider taking Tyler Linderbaum in the second round if he was to drop to you. And I think a lot of Jaguars fans would be okay with that, even be okay with you know maybe not taking wide receiver in the second round. So then what are we really talking about when we talk about a guy like Debo Samuel, who maybe is not even a top eight wide receiver, but you have a guy like J.C. Treader last year who absolutely put on at the center position, and nobody talks about the Jaguars trying to sign him. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go.
1: Uh, <laughs> this guy actually does tweet. It's a pretty good tweet. Uh, I don't know. to a Joe Marino, not related to Dan, I don't think, but he's from, uh, let's see, it looks like the uh, Draft Network, and it's a pretty good tweet. <laughs> Because PFF has a uh, – this is from Tom Pelissero, right, on Rich Eisen show today. It says Debo Samuel wants to be true wide receiver, not a running back wide receiver hybrid. And so this guy, Joe Marino, says people are obsessed with finding the next Debo Samuel, but Debo Samuel doesn't even want to be Debo Samuel.
3: Nobody wants to be <laughs> Debo Samuel. No one wants to put their stuff at risk like that. Come on. <laughs> That's a pretty good quote. I love it. <laughs>
1: All right, we take a break. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. We're live from Devoli's House of Cards. No, no. Open up some basketball cards. We got some golf picks. It's tandem golf. Get ready.
3: Oh, it's tandem?
1: Yeah. Oh, all right. Um,. I don't
3: even know what that means. By the it means way, it's two of them. So, like, well, they're teams? There
1: are a lot of folks
4: that were a little disappointed
1: playing? that your shock, your mock didn't have anything to do with the date today. Instead, it had to do with anime. Maybe the two are tied together anyway.
3: Oh, uh, they, could, they could be in terms of 420. Yeah. No, I mean, did they, hey, did, did you break down 420 on, on your golf podcast today?
1: I did not, but maybe, yeah. you'll, See, we maybe don't you'll, you'll
3: do to the it audience. for your picks.
1: Ah, I just might do that. <laughs> I just might do that. <laughs> okay. We'll be back. Action Sports acts on ESPN 690. Welcome back to Bowie's House of Cars, the place to be, the place we're at on Wednesdays, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Brent Barton Austin awesome Lane off to train, and uh, we'll be back at it in the studio tomorrow. Uh, as well, three to six. Uh, an exciting week. Jacksonville Iceman go tomorrow night. Uh, first game of that seven game set. Good to have Jacob Friend from the Iceman on earlier today. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. continues to be in town, and uh, he will be here uh, seemingly for the rest of the week over at the baseball grounds. So go check out the games the rest of the week. They played an afternoon game today, so uh, they'll be home and on ESPN six ninety uh, the next few days uh, coming up. We do have our golf picks. On the way, and we also have to open up some cards on the way because we didn't do that last week. And well, we're addicted to opening up some cards. A lot of football talk on the show. A lot of Thibodeau Samuel centric talk. Tomorrow will be actually full countdown on to the NFL draft as we become a week away. Seems like the odds-on favorite for the Jags now. It's either Hutchinson or Walker. I mean, that's about it. It's Hutchinson or Walker. Everybody can complain about the offensive line or somebody else or why is Thibodeau dropped. It's Hutchinson or Walker, unless they trade out, which, again, I'm pretty convinced isn't going to happen, and so are you, I think, if you're uh, being honest with yourself. Casey, let's go with the golf picks uh, in just a moment, but first let's get on Captain Rick Riles for the Sportsman Fish and Report. Captain Rick, what's happening here on a Wednesday? How
0: are we doing, Brent? i doing fantastic. Good. Hey, i got a question for you. I've often wondered, I wonder what kind of teammates uh, – Alcunda Junior makes when he comes down to Double A. That's a great you know, question. I, mean, it, I, I wonder how they fit in. I often wonder. Do you see some of these great superstars and get that. They, There's not really. They're not demoted. It's a rehab assignment. But um, I wonder how they treat the Double A players while they're down there.
1: That's a great question, Captain Rick. We were talking about this a little bit yesterday when I was over at the baseball grounds. There are stories of. I, I think the. First of all, I think there's probably a litany of stories that when guys come down for rehab assignments of them like whether it's getting the most expensive beer for the clubhouse or a better food or whatever it might be. But then there's also there was also some good stories, I think behind the scenes of when Tebow played in the minors that he would do yeah. some sort of things because Tebow had made his money, right? Tebow was in a different tax bracket than a lot of those guys trying to make it to the big leagues. And now Tebow all of a sudden was riding a bus, you know, and making these six, eight-hour bus rides where he could have flown a private jet you know to get to these games. Uh, no, he wouldn't have done that, but you get my point. And so I would say – now, I don't know what Acuna Jr. does. I don't know if they feel like they have to do anything. But I think the point is they get it, they understand it, and if there's an opportunity to do something,
0: I bet they do. I, if you get a chance this week – I'm a big Trey Gowdy fan, and, and if you get a chance – Listen to Trey Gowdy. Uh, he spent about forty-five minutes with Tim Tebow. It'll it'll just uh, just lighten your load, it'll make you feel better. And I tell you what, we could use some lightning of the winds today around Jacksonville. No doubt about that. Another very very windy day. Um, the ocean's closed. You can't, the boats are not able to get offshore. It's all inshore fishing right now. But for the guys who were red fishing today, they were happy with that. The wind was hard to manage. But the fish were biting really, really good. Talked to several guys that had 8 or 10 reds today and uh, fishing right through the, the strength of that 25-mile-an-hour wind. Now, uh, it's the way it's going to be for another day or so. i got to tell you, Brent, this is the windiest April that I can remember. Uh, it seems like we've been at the dock almost all month. It was a very cruel uh finger of faith that threw us a whole lot of mahi on the one calm day that we had last week and then said well good we're glad you enjoyed that you can't come back for a few weeks so we'll have to watch the weather we'll just have to bring you an update tomorrow with another fishing report brought to you by workman's quick Fish plumbing and css landscaping thank you boys Thanks, Captain Rick. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Florida Sportsman Fishing and Report each and
1: every day. Action for Shacks on ESPN 690, the five o'clock hour, and then 7 a.m.s on Saturday mornings. Catch the uh, fellas talking fishing on ESPN 690. Brent Martino, Casey Kurtz. We're live at Davoli's House of Cards. Uh, you know, I think Captain Rick, by the way, is I. I don't know if he's correct in saying it's like one of the windiest Aprils ever. I agree with him. It has been windier than normal, it feels like, although I did ask our first alert meteorologist on the TV side, and they said it's pretty typical for this time of year. I don't know, man. It felt uh, a lot windier so far these uh, last uh, few weeks. So I don't know how you measure that. You know, you know, Casey, like, yeah. you could measure rain. True. But I don't know how, like, and you can say, like, okay, we had eight inches at the airport, uh, so that means it's the third rainiest month on record or something. Yeah. No. I don't know how you measure, like, the windiest month on record. I
2: can tell you how. You have a tree in your backyard that could crush your whole house that is borderline (laughs) going to fall, and every time it gets windy, you say, oh, this is it. And you start moving stuff out of those rooms that could get crushed by the tree. And we've done that about four times this month. So I can tell you there's been four times it's been windy enough to knock
1: over a tree. Oh, you don't want to hear that crack.
2: No, no, I don't want to deal with it at all, and I want the HOA to deal with it, but they won't return my whatever letters. So. Uh.
1: You know, Ooh, you're writing letters to the HOA. That's that's a flex right there. I like that because they're usually writing letters to you. Yeah, you know what I mean? So then I mean, yeah. you can hammer back at the HOA. Yeah. Like, I'll start writing letters on your behalf. I hate the HOA. Yeah,
2: I hate them. You know what I'm saying? I need this tree gone because it's in, like, the common area. But I'm telling you, this is a big tree, like, crushing the house big. Like, I'm not kidding. And we need it moved, and they just won't do it. So I'm telling them to do it, and, you know, it's a big argument back and forth. But we're going like, to get this tree moved.
1: I don't just, my, like, hate my HOA, and I don't hate a lot of things. I hate everybody's HOA. Yeah. just I don't care if you pay $75 a month or $575 a month. Yep. I don't know what we pay. mean I hate but. you if you're on the HOA, but I just hate the HOA in general. Yeah, don't blame me.
2: It's, it's, a, it's a
1: racket. Uh, it is. It's dull. Yep. Uh, anyway, I hope the tree doesn't fall. And, by the way, this might be a really good opportunity to uh, maybe get an endorsement for you. Tree falls or
0: not?
2: That's true. If you cut down trees, please hit my line, okay? <laughs> we'll, we'll work you out a sweet deal here on the radio if you can get rid of the tree. I promise you.
1: Call I, to action. I might not even charge you, to be honest. I'm not going to tell cut-
2: the corporate that, but I just need this tree gone, okay?
1: <laughs> um, all right, Tay. We're at the Zurich Classic. We talked a little bit about it today on our Dream 18 show. That uh, precedes here our Action Sports Shacks on the ESPN 690 show at the bullish House of Cards on Wednesdays at two o'clock. Zurich Classic, kind of a fun event, right? A little different where uh, you partner up with a buddy and and uh, may the best team win.
2: Yeah, it's a good event uh, in New Orleans. There's always a gator or two on the course that has to be moved, um, which is, you know, not a problem for guys like Billy Horschel, but others that haven't encountered gators, it may be a bit of a problem. Scores are always low. Team event, uh, it's always good to see the guys kind of uh, acting friendly out there with their teammates, so um, it's it's a good event for sure.
1: All right. Uh, w- what do you look for in this event? Like I, I said earlier today on the show, Billy Horschel has had success uh, here in this event. In yeah, fact, he's got some pretty good odds uh, with Sam Burns. Uh, it's a but, great, great uh, pairing. It, it's a good pairing. So, what do you look for? What uh, What are you thinking?
2: Yeah, I think with this kind of event, you like to see the teams that stay together. Uh, Sam Burns and Billy Horschel are a team that stays together. They finished fourth last year. So that's something you look for, in my opinion. Obviously, there's uh, – first of all, whoever plays with Ryan Palmer is going to do well because Ryan Palmer always has the number one player in the world with him. He does.
1: Why is that?
2: He's a good recruiter, I guess. (laughs) Like, somebody should hire him to coach college football because this dude's a menace at recruiting. It's amazing. So, that you know, you look for something like that. But at the end of the day, like, you just need birdies. This is a golf course where it goes low. The team element helps. But what I'm looking for, at least, is team that's been together, check, has done well, also Check. So I'll take Danny Willett and Terrell Hatton. They finished eighth last year. Wow. Uh, Danny Willett, I'm just going to put a Frank, man, if you're listening, I hate to say it, but he doesn't play well at a lot of courses. This happens to be one of them, so you got to get him on a course he actually makes the cut on. Terrell Hatton's good everywhere, so I'll take Terrell Hatton and Danny Willett.
1: Uh the I like that. Um you know, it's really interesting to me as I look at some of these names. You've got, like, Bubba Watson playing, right? Rumors of the Saudi League. Right. Uh, you got Ian Poulter teaming up with um, Shane Lowry. Again, Saudi League. Rumors. Uh, is Are we seeing some of these guys maybe for the last time on the PGA Tour?
2: That's a good, that's a good question. Know? Yeah, and, we'll have to see.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know when that cutoff is and when that could take place or how quickly this is going to manifest, but um, we could be. I'm going to go a little outside the box. It's not like a super long odds. But I'm going to go, um, I really want to think in Varner and Watson, but how about Max Homa and Taylor Gooch? Okay. I'm Homa with and it. Gooch. Gooch is playing sneaky good, right? Like just everywhere.
2: Yeah, no, he's, um, he, yeah, he's been very good. And to to the point I was trying to make, that's a team that's been together. They played together last year. Uh, Gooch is very good. I struggle with Homa outside of the state of California because I'm serious. If you look at his stats in California and outside, it's insane. But, He's coming into his own. He's won a couple of times. He's figuring it out how to play in other states uh, around the United States, which is obviously a good thing. But um, I like Gooch. I like their team that's been together, top 20 last year. So, yeah, I like it.
1: I think – I don't know. I like Homa because I feel like he's got personality because of his social media, you know, impact. And in this kind of setting, you just wonder if personality can help and win the day a little bit. Um, And and so we'll take a little flyer on that. By the way, Austin had to go train, uh, and and he's got Cam Smith and Leishman who won this thing. So he's going kind of chalky here. They won this thing last year.
2: Oh, so he left. He's he's probably outside. Look out the window. I know they got big windows there at Davoli's. He's probably out there on the chalk coloring. Yes, on the sidewalk with the chalk. Actually, I mean. now I
1: see him. Yeah. Yes. There he is. He's he drawing things. He's actually doing yoga while uh, coloring in the chalk. Yep. You know, getting ready for his workout tonight.
2: Yep. It's unbelievable, <laughs> this guy. He picks chalk and leaves. <laughs> unbelievable.
1: That was a chalk and walk. That's a good one. That is true. That is what he did. Tell you what. <laughs> we got a new on our golf pick segment. It's the chalk and walk move.
2: Oh, my <laughs> goodness. By
1: the way, Brent, you smell that?
2: Hmm. <laughs> Smells like me getting closer to you in the in the points.
1: There you go. Yeah, good luck. I'm <laughs>
2: only like a thousand points out now.
1: You might want to win one. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I get
2: that. But you know, long season, three majors to go. I'm still in it.
1: Yeah, there's. You are still in. Uh, never out of it. Uh, eventually. Yeah. Never will win the day. But, uh, hey, uh, we will take a break. Action Sports acts on ESPN 690 live from Davoli's House of Cards. Somebody's got to open some cards with me. There's a little dude in here. Maybe he'll come join me. Maybe Mark Davoli will join me. We'll make you jealous while we open cards, Casey.
2: It, it, uh, good.
1: Great. It's on the way. And don't forget, we have Action Sports Jacks OT on the horizon. Uh, that is uh, Casey Kurtz and Brian Middleton, and no shrimp game later tonight because well, they already played today and they won nine to one. Your official station of the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, right here on ESPN six ninety. We'll be right back from the House of Cards.
0: Monday, Game 4, Nets Celtics now looms as as the most realistic target date for Ben Simmons to return. That's based on the work he's done so far this week and then how they expect him to accelerate here in the coming days. They've not ruled out a Game 3 on Saturday, Mm. but the expectation is that Monday makes the most sense right now. Uh, Ben Simmons continues to make this progress. He's been able able to play pain-free. They still want to see more from him uh, in these workouts. There's an acceleration that's going on for Ben Simmons.
1: I don't know who that is, but Ben Simmons' progression, like that sounds like an oxymoron.
2: Did you catch like all the random music that was in there?
1: That was. was, I thought it was you.
2: I thought it was me, too. So I'm, like, looking around, see if somebody else played on the computer. No, they were just playing, like, the greatest song of all time that had six different beats on whatever show Woj was on.
1: By the way, that was Woj.
2: (laughs) So, okay. Cool. Uh,
1: Is Ben Simmons going to make an impact in this playoffs?
2: Uh, I mean, they have to win. Like, he's supposed to. It says that, you know, game four is a possibility, but they're not going to. No, I say no if they can't win a series. Like, you can't put him out there for 30 minutes against a, a team that you need him against in the Celtics. So, no, nah, I'd say unless they win, he's just chilling.
1: All right, Casey, here's the deal. All right. If you look on our video feeds right now, oh, uh, we've got Blake here sitting next to me. What up, Blake? He does not look like Austin. That's Love. 11-year-old Blake. Blake, by the way, just bought, like, a grab bag. Okay. And um, he pulled a – what car did you pull? Uh, well, first, before this one.
4: I pulled a – 2019, 2020,
1: um, Zion Williamson. Zion w- Williamson. All Jameson, uh That's okay. Rookie That's card. card. Yeah, so okay. it was like 50 bucks, nice. right? So he said, hey, I'm going to gamble, and I want to do uh, this again. Uh, so he bought another one or two, whatever, and he ends up with John ja Morant. Look at the card, Casey. He's showing it to you. John ja Morant card worth wow. about 100. That was a good gamble by the play. Yeah, nice job. Teaching the kids early done. to gamble. Yeah, they, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's all
2: I do every day. So, so yeah. we
1: said, we're, we the NBA playoffs are hot. So we said, let's open up uh, some NBA cards today on the show. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. 2020, uh, 2020 21 trading cards. Optic Donras. Okay. Now down with that? Yeah, that's good. It lo- it looks like the Miami Vice uh, uniforms on the package. <laughs> it does. I mean, that's Luca, but yeah. yeah, okay. Well, no, I'm just saying like the, the pink and aqua. And, and, oh,
2: okay, uh, yeah, better. Okay, makes more yeah. sense now. What's, okay, so
1: we're going to do a pack battle. I, right. uh, we do numbers a lot, but Blake was like, let's just see who's got the better card.
2: Uh oh. It's like you're going to
1: have to be the judge. Okay. Because we don't know what every card is sure. worth, right? yeah, reasonable. So I, I got Josh jo- Jackson. That's I got it. rated rookie Isaiah Stewart. Mm-hmm. I got Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. And how about a Luca Doncic? Splash. Boy, okay. That looks like such a nice card, too. But it's, it's probably not worth that much. Oh, no, that's good.
2: That's a hollow. That's,
1: that's good. A ho- oh, that's good? That's good. Say it's good. All right. What All you right. got, Blake?
4: I got a Jeremy Grant from the Pistons. I got an R.J. Barrett from the Knicks. Rated rookie, Cassius Stanley. And a My House, LeBron James. Oh.
1: LeBron James or Doncic Splash?
2: Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you because the Doncic is hollow. It would be Doncic. And okay. I'm not playing favorites here. I hate to tell you, Blake. No, you I, believe gotta, me. Brent hey, is not my favorite. I just gotta listen. call it as I see it.
1: Yeah, Blake. Blake. He would Casey would have liked to see me lose. <laughs> but time. believe me, I would. <laughs> but listen, this is business, all right. I mean, I'm not taking it easy on 11-year-olds. I mean, we we played to win. We do. Here. That's what we do. Eric Pascal, Anthony Edwards, rated rookie. Blake, you're in trouble, man. Oh. Mark Tavoli, I said, what am I looking for? I said, what about a rated, What about a Anthony Edwards? He said, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that's good. Um, what do you have? I'm still bragging about this. You have Joel Embiid.
4: I got Joel Embiid, R.J. Hampton, Raiden rookie, James Harden, and I got a Ricky Rubio purple something.
1: All right, not bad. I also got Zach Collins and Mike Conley in here, but who cares because I got Anthony Edwards.
2: Yeah. You're going to win that one again, Brent, unfortunately.
1: I know. That's right. I'm going to let uh, Blake keep his cards. I'm not taking his because I know I've got the good ones. <laughs> so, Well, like, you know. As long as I don't have to give my good ones up, I'm going to have Blake keep his. Blake, listen, any LeBron James yeah. is good.
2: I'm telling you that the LeBron James is still good.
1: But, Blake, I don't want to make you cry, but I'm oh, going to start geez. talking, like, really trash here in a minute. Did you get his parents'
2: permission a, for getting on the, like, no, the radio?
1: I don't even know how Blake got here. Like, we think he drove a car— like, what? And he's 11 And he just walked in Like I don't even know Where his mom and dad are Blake they're, how did they're you right get down here right down
4: the road Right like, there
1: Before I know Like I'm probably Bringing this kid home Or something Like I don't even <laughs> don't know say like, that. Don't
0: say that Don't say that You know
1: no, what I'm mom saying?
4: Mom's well, I mean I'm dropping him off today. Hey I'm that's better my, right? sister, find my, find s- my sister's at ballet Down the road Oh okay, oh, okay. She's okay. at ballet I got you
1: Hey by the way that's a veteran move by an 11-year-old coming over to the card shop <laughs> yeah, that while case. your sister's at ballet. Yeah, well done. You're already <laughs> <That> a winner, <laughs> Blake. I mean, you really are already a winner. And you can get go home. Now, I might get a phone call later and said, like, you say I was on ESPN 690 with Brent and Casey, and your parents would be like, you did what?
4: <laughs> She's probably looking for me. <laughs> Where are you? Uh,
1: all right, I got Brooke Lopez. Oh, Jean Bogdanovich. How about uh, Peyton Pritchard? No. He plays for the Celtics, by the way, rated <laughs> yeah. rookie. Yeah. And uh, Kawhi Leonard, T-minus three, two, one.
4: I got a eh. Jason Tatum, Chris okay. Paul, uh, rated rookie Theo Maldon, and a splash core Chris Middleton. Yeah, that Middleton. W- That one's
1: going to you, Blake. Those yeah, cards are going that to one, you, Blake. Alright, like one more pack to open, you can open it. Alright. That's your um I
4: need I need some I need something good. What, I need like a like a who else are we looking for in
1: here other than uh oh maybe like a ball, right?
2: Yeah, Lamella.
4: If I can get if I can get something that's like like a like another little game, something like that, I think it'd be like a tie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's trying to negotiate. Woo!
4: Malcolm Brogdon. Don't know him. Steph Curry. There you go. That's good. Rated rookie Sabin Lee. In a winner stays Ray Allen. Yeah, well, all right. Those I got good I got two I got two of the best three point shooters in the. That's well, true. Hey, did. hey, that's, I'm impressed. The Ray
1: Allen knowledge there. Mm-hmm. That's or actually a good grow. call. Yeah, that's really like that's good stuff. All right, you can have all the rest of them. What? Um, but you can't have the two good ones. That'll a- right? <laughs> break.
4: Yeah.
1: Doncic. Well, Casey will get mad at me if I give you the Anthony Edwards. I don't care. And Luka Doncic. But those are good cards. Well done, Blake. I don't
4: know a lot about basketball. I just play in my front yards. Yeah, there we go. Oh,
1: that's, hey, that's, that's the rest If of it was today.
4: baseball, I would definitely crush you. Oh! <laughs> oh! Hey,
1: Blake, oh. we're here every Wednesday. And by the way, my co-host is 6'6", 245. We'll see how much trash you're talking to him.
4: Yeah, that's all right.
1: True. Uh, ballet class might be over for your sister, so you probably oh. should go soon. Uh, all right, December. Blake. Good work, man. See ya. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Good job. You got it, six ninety. That's your radio debut. Way to go! And uh, we're getting getting little kids on the ESPN six ninety.
2: Again, phrasing for, ending, for sure, but What's you, just think about kind of how you're saying these things. You know, <laughs> just maybe just think about it a little more. When, when we're talking about uh, children, but yeah, it's Blake all good. Blake was Blake was good, man. Blake was good. You know, he was comfortable.
1: He really was. He uh, was not. He was not even slightly worried. He, he's he's still talking about how he's going to beat me in the baseball.
2: I, I like him. I think At we should sign him to trash. the contributor role on Wednesdays <laughs> around this time.
1: Um, all right, so I might have to bring you uh, or maybe Amanda this time back some cards. You know. what? What, what is she? What ones again?
2: No, football. You know,
1: whatever football you got. Football. All right. Um, That's anyway, Amanda's that thing. Fun. How good is that poll, by the way?
2: Good. You did well, Brent. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Edwards is good. I don't know, you know, who paid for the box or if you're actually leaving with those cards. But, you know, Edwards is good. And then um, Hollow Luke is good because he's one of the best players in the league. So you did well. All
1: right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, you guys, what do you got coming up at Action Sports Chats? OT. So, I, I saw you tease something with Middleton and had something to do with, like, nobody else in the world has done it.
2: Yeah, so not one person ever on the planet Earth has gone and got a passport when they didn't have a trip planned talked to brian yesterday he said hey i'm going to get my passport tomorrow on my weekend because that's technically his weekend so i just told him that that could never uh, people don't do that that's not a regular thing that you do so i got a few texts from him today during his passport appointment that apparently it did not go well so we're gonna have to get an update on that oh. and then at some point in time in the next hour we will talk sports unconfirmed when but the passport thing is really top of mind in my
1: opinion wow that's pretty interesting so he went to get a passport but he doesn't have plans to use the passport nope he
2: he, as he described it, he's a planner.
1: Yeah, Well, that's good. I mean, you got to be prepared.
2: Nope. It's dumb. Yeah. He wasted uh, He wasted a couple <laughs> hours getting a passport that he doesn't need.
1: Okay, he, uh, It's just not intelligent. He, he might have wanted to do the, um, what's that, where, like the Fast Pass, basically? Oh, yeah, like Disney World? Airport. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but what's the one in the airport? Oh. oh uh, I'm blanking on it that I have. Uh, pre-check. Really good. The pre-check, yeah.
2: Oh, you uh, have pre-check. pre-check. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. You should do that instead of the passport. I'd start there. Maybe he already has it. Who knows?
2: Yeah, I will, I will ask, ask him. Believe it. me, I will ask him that and some other things uh, to do with sports for sure at some point. Yeah,
1: yeah. A lot of sports stuff coming up. Uh, a lot of fun today here at the Bullies House of Cards, of course. And uh, we'll be back in the studio tomorrow. Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. A week away from the draft. Is it really just Hutchinson or Walker and... Where are the Jags' biggest deficiencies going into this draft? Some of the topics tomorrow on the show. Until something else breaks and another, well, receiver or player is unhappy with their current situation, like Debo Samuel was today. Thanks to everybody here at the voice House. Of Cards down two ten, St. Johns County, right off ninety five. Come on out, visit us. We're here every Wednesday, three to six. Action Sports, XOT OT coming up next. Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton, right here on ESPN six ninety. <laughs>